What is up, guys? It's David from Free Wine and Love and Bread. Before we get the show started today, um, just want to let you guys know how you can follow us, support us, see what we got going on because we got a lot of new stuff coming your way. Um, as always, follow us Instagram. Just type in Free Wine and Love and Bread. You should find us. Same thing with Facebook and YouTube. Go subscribe to our page, like our videos, watch our videos, um, all of that. We do have a Patreon under Free Wine and Love and Bread. If you want to support the podcast, we're going to have new content on there pretty regularly for you guys. Um, other than that, we have a new website we just put up. It's freewineunleavenedbread.com. Freewineunleavenedbread.com. Um, hit us up there to see what we got going on. Send us prayer requests, um, things of that nature. We're going to keep that updated weekly for you guys. And as always, thank you for your support. Um, thank you for the time you spent listening to the podcast, and we all really appreciate it. Um, yeah, enjoy the show. That playlist, I actually really like that playlist. Yeah, it was nice. We heard like three songs. I still like the acoustic vibe. It's back. It's back. Our theme song, We Back. We Back. And bad as ever. Who is we? That is free wine and unleavened bread. And I'm Dalton, the host of the show. And I'm here with David Overstreet because he likes to be first. Boom. But he's not first, second. second. We also have Whitney Williams. First loser. Ayo. Ayo. That's different. Oh, no. no. Hey. Oh, hey. 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 And we're going to gloss right on over uh, to Corey Ann Thorpe. Woohoo. Woohoo. <laughs> gloss right on over. I was, gonna gonna say gonna say I was gonna say gloss over. over, and then I felt like that was too mean. Yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna, yeah. just gonna <laughs> like, ignore Corey Ann. Gloss today. over her. Just gonna yeah. gloss over Corey Ann. You know she's never been rejected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh man, that Guys, was a, a snippet from Whitney and I's new special. So Ooh. if you want to know yeah. why he said that, check it out. Well, yeah. What's what is the new special? Called spill, spill the, the tea. Wine. Oh yeah, spill, <laughs> the <wine. laughs> spill the wine. Spill the wine. Sorry, <laughs> she butchered it. It's called yeah. spill the tea. Yeah, guys, it's a uh, spill the wine. It's going to be on our new Patreon. We are so happy to be launching season five with you guys. It's been five seasons, you guys. That's crazy. Five crazy. seasons. We've been doing this over a year, and we, we appreciate seventy-three episodes. Yeah. Right. Do we really? 73 years. It's no a lot. way. It's a lot. Crazy. Think of a topic and we've probably done it. And we're probably yeah. at the point where we're having to like, you know, revisit some topics, but we or appreciate. dig down deep and talk about real things. Exactly. Yeah. Because we, I mean, we just talked about superficial things before. Yeah. So now it's time to actually get, <laughs> get into the, to the meat and potatoes, you know. Meat but and potatoes. We appreciate you guys as always for uh, listening and supporting us and we're, we're making moves and, um. We're hoping that you guys will continue to support us and continue to show us some love. Um, as always, if you have questions or prayer requests or anything, just um, email us at freewineunleavenedbread at gmail.com. Yeah. And we'd love to uh, to pray with you and to, to encourage you. Um, like I said, we've got uh, a website that we're launching um, this week. Uh, we'll have that up for you guys, um, the Spill the Wine episode. I think you guys really enjoy that content. And, yeah. Just yep. want to say thank you, and we appreciate it. Yeah, and I just want to add a side note in that, um, like, you guys supporting us, it's not for the sake of us doing this podcast. Like, we, we could be doing this as a hobby anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't really, I mean, we've put money into it, but it doesn't really cost us anything to make these episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, y- you supporting us is supporting other people being able to hear 
what a Christian life is like. Yeah. Um, we were looking at our downloads um, across the world the other day, and we have people listening in China, in like Europe, in Australia, in Finland. Like Finland. Iceland? Don't we have one in Iceland, too? I think so. It's either Iceland or Greenland. Yeah, well, shout out to you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Iceland is the one with that is actually, like, it's habitable. Green. Yeah. <laughs> and then Greenland is, like... Ice. Ice. Yeah. Yeah, guys, yeah. We, we, um, we appreciate you listening all across the world. And we're glad to, to break the international borders, you know, or break the national borders, I should say. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. People are listening worldwide, universally. Mm. So you know, you know what's never made sense to me? What? How, like, if you're talking about worldwide, you say universal. Mm-hmm. You talk about yeah multiple nations, you say national. Well, instead of multinationally or internationally. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's out of this world, man. Um, out of this world. Out of this world. Out of this world. What are we talking about today? Today we are talking about blessings. Yes, and we are so excited. This is actually going to be a three-part series. Um, today we're going to talk about blessings, and then our next episode we're going to get into beatitudes, mm. and then we are going to talk about serving. So, whoop, whoop. Serving. All Woo-hoo. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, uh, I had a question for you guys, and I just want to see if you know the answer. <laughs> Having really bad flashbacks <laughs> to college uh-huh. right now and high school. Um, it's usually summer reading questions. Yeah, yeah. Where do you think that the term bless you originated? So, like, when somebody sneezes hmm. and somebody replies, bless you, where do you, how do you think that got started? I heard that your heart stops when you sneeze. But I don't think that's true. <laughs> um, I, I think it probably is true because I've almost died several times on the what? road. Just like <laughs> sneezing and not being able to see where and you're not going. being able to see, uh, and everything in my body feels like it doesn't work for half a second. Um, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Um, but I think honestly, I don't know where I'm getting this from, but I feel like. This is back in like the 16th century when they like were beheading people, and before they, it's kind of like before you're executed, people say "bless you" or something. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I heard that somewhere, but it was like some kind of formal thing people did before executions or something. Mm. Okay. Um. Well, <laughs> you're both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're both wrong. <laughs> I know the right answer. No, I don't. I actually don't know the right answer. Oh. Oh. Um, but I do ha- know a few of the theories. Um, and one is that back in Roman times when the bubonic plague was ravaging Europe, uh, sneezing was one of the plague's most ma- or main symptoms. And it is believed that Pope, Gre- Pope Gregory suggested that a tiny prayer in the form of saying, God bless you, after a sneeze would protect the person from death. Another theory is uh, that a group of people believed that when you sneezed, it was a demon leaving your body. And so they would say, bless you, to keep the demon from re-entering. Wow. That's crazy because my sneezes are like several. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've Get out some, of me, demons. <laughs> I've known some plenty of people who sneeze like, oh, what do you say, gun. like rapid fire sneezes. Yeah. And it's like, how many demons did you have in you? Yeah. Are you Mary with Legion over here? Gotta get them out. Gotta get them out. But I've I've always joked too that like when people when people will sneeze like three times in a row, but they're kind of drawn out. Like they'll sneeze and then a moment will pass and then they'll sneeze again and then again. Yeah. It's like okay, I've said bless you three times. I don't think that demon's leaving. Yeah, they're just gonna stay for a little while. I have a two maximum. Two Bless maximum. You. I'll yeah. say it twice and then you're on your own. <laughs> you're on your <laughs> own. <laughs> you're going to gloss over them. <laughs> I'll keep saying it over again. Or if I can kind of see that it's going to be sequential, I'll just wait till they're completely done and I'll say it one time. Mm. Yeah. It's almost like they're trying to one up you, you know? Yeah. Choo. Bless you. Choo. Bless you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's like Bless a... Bless you! What do they call it? Like an auction? Where yeah. you're like raffling off somebody? <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a... <laughs> that is such a good 75. <laughs> hey guys, just want to take a quick break in the podcast to remind you to go subscribe to our YouTube page and our Patreon. Um, free wine and 11 bread for both of those. We're excited to announce a new series with Corey and Whitney called Spill the Wine. Um, they filled questions from... Dalton and myself, goofy questions, serious questions, random questions, you name it. It's all there. I um, think you guys will really enjoy that. It's going to be on our YouTube page and our Patreon if you want to support us. Um, and as always, thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Okay, bye. I'll give you 100. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right. Well, let's dig down deep into uh, what we got going on here. Whoop Whitney, whoop. do you have anything that you want to start us off with? Yeah, absolutely. So um, just concerning the topic of blessing, we just wanted to, um, I forgot which episode it was, but we talked about whenever you're operating in the blessings of God, you're under his protection and you're able to receive all that he has for you. And you're able to, to live like with provision, live in victory and those kind of things. And whenever you make choices that operate outside of what God said, then you are inviting sin into your life. Like it's waiting at the door for you. And that'll leave the door open to the enemy to come work in your life if you're not careful. Um, I mean, like we are in a spiritual battle, the things that we face aren't other people, it's things that we don't see and we need to be consistently aware of that. So today we wanted to talk to you guys about the blessings of God and how to kind of like live in that and what that looks like. Our theme scripture, um, it's going to be in Psalm 133 and it just talks about behold how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity it is like the precious oil on the head running down on the beard of the beard of Aaron, running down on the collar of his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord has commanded the blessing of life forevermore. <laughs> We're having mic issues. Yeah, we are having a little bit of... Is it still doing it? Yeah. yeah. So, um, it, but it talks about God commands his blessing where there's unity. Um, and so an aspect to unity and and being in his blessing is coming into agreement with what he says. Mm. Um, and whenever you agree with what he says, it becomes easier to, to do what he asks you to do because when you're in love with him, obedience is just a byproduct. Like it, it just comes naturally. You just have this this thing in you that says, man, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. And whenever you have that, um, that opens the door for his blessing to come into your life because God does want you to have 
a good life. He wants you to live victorious. He doesn't want you sitting around being a depressed Christian and living in defeat and looking like the rest of the world. Like he paid a price for salvation on purpose. Um, So that's our theme verse. Once again, it's Psalm 133. If you guys want to go read it for yourself, check it out. Got some questions, (laughs) but not the sneezing (laughs) one. (laughs) Well, first off, let's talk about what a blessing is. Um, It's the good stuff. It's the good stuff? (laughs) Is that what it is? Like, is is blessing, (laughs) is it limited to, like, gifts and rewards? Like, what do you guys think? I think a big blessing is anything that draws you closer to Jesus. Like, I see even times that are really hard. Like, I've kind of mentioned this this before, but when I was living in Arizona, I had a really rough time because I was out there all by myself. I didn't know anybody, and just many factors made it really difficult. But I see that time as a blessing, even though it was really difficult, because it drew me so much closer to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I see that as, like, the biggest blessing. Yeah. So it doesn't have to, you're saying it doesn't have to be, like, mm-hmm. positive things um, that you've been given, like, like worldly possessions because mm-hmm. I feel like that's what most people think of when they think of blessings um, for me I would kind of agree with you Corianne um, I view it more as like things that I don't deserve that Christ has given me anyways mm-hmm. and we don't really deserve anything from Christ because we're all sinners um, but because of Christ obviously we're born again Um but for me, that's just kind of how I view blessings is, is something that, you know, I don't deserve this, um, things that are, I don't know, just that I'm thankful for, mm-hmm. you know, um, and maybe some things that I don't even realize that I'm thankful for. Yeah. Um, I heard one commentator put it this way. Well, not heard. Uh, in my commentary of Bible, the commentary common. <laughs> words are hard the commentator put it this way that when a person is blessed um it's a state of being from maintaining close fellowship with god Mm. that's good i like that a lot yeah Mm -hmm. um and so like there there is a difference between like being blessed and receiving blessing too though like so blessing can be anything from like materialistic things to like uh, I think uh, the word that comes to mind is shalom, which is like a flourishing type of peace. Um, <clears throat> so, like, it's it's not a successful career. Mm-hmm. It's not a big house on the lake with, I don't know, a yacht. Like, a yacht and yeah. the things that people just think of when they think of, like, wealth mm-hmm. and stuff. It's not wealth. It's... It's the relationship with God. It's spiritual wealth. It's spiritual wealth. Yeah. Um, and we like it, it's so easy to get wrapped up in that though, and thinking that like I'm not receiving God's blessing because I don't have wealth or because I don't have this or that. Yeah. Um, when it, it's really not about the materialistic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking it up, and it, it it just talks about it's God's favor and His protection, mm-hmm. and that's the, the that is the definition of blessing. Yeah. It's his favor and it's his protection. Um, so like in Deuteronomy 28, it talks about blessings for obedience and then curses for disobedience. And 
I want to add this as a precursor. Um, God doesn't tell you not to do things to keep something from you. He is trying to protect you from something. And I just want to give you guys kind of like a literal example. So if you tell your child not to go on the road because you know that there's cars, you didn't put the cars there, but you know that they're driving by, they're going at a, a fast pace. You tell your kid these rules for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as long as they do what you tell them in regards to that, they're, they're going to have safety. They're going to have protection. Yeah. But if they run out in the middle of the road, that's not your fault that they, you know, did it. I mean, you could be watching them and if they're a little bit faster than you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And they chose to do that and then something happens. It makes no sense for the child to blame the parent. The parent, you know, obviously is going to take extra precautions, make sure, you know, that doesn't happen, try to warn the child. But at the end of the day, they have a free will. They move on their own accord, their own will. And you can only get so much across to them, but there's going to come a point that they have to make the decisions. Mm. Um, So I just want to set that as a precursor because a lot of people have this context of, well, why does God allow bad things to happen? But he says, I give you authority and dominion in the earth. Like, go rule and reign and have dominion. And so he gives us authority in the earth um, spiritually. And so we have a choice in what we do and what comes into our lives. But just an example in Deuteronomy, in Deuteronomy, <laughs> barring Dalton's vocabulary. Yeah. But it talks about, and if you faithfully obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments that I command you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you obey the voice of the Lord. And it just keeps on, and it talks about you'll be blessed with this, and then these blessings will, it just lists so many. And then it talks about curses for disobedience. Um, and it says, but if you will not obey the voice of the Lord, your God, or be careful to do all his commandments in his statutes that I command you, then all of these curses shall come and overtake you. You'll be cursed in the city. You'll be cursed in the field. Your basket will be cursed. Your kneading bowl, uh, the fruit of your womb, the fruit of the ground, your herds, your young, your flocks. And it, it just talks about how to operate in the blessings of God. Now, hear me whenever we're talking about this today. Sorry, I know I'm saying a lot. Um, but these things don't earn your salvation, but they help you to walk in his favor and walk in victory in your life because it's like by grace through faith that we're saved. It's because we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart. That's salvation. It's not saying we have to do works to earn salvation, but it is saying, Hey, if you want blessings, if you want to see the favor of God in this, in this earth while you're here, these are the things that will protect you. Yeah, so it's it's not like expecting that that something is going to come out of it. It's more of like being in the favor of God, like and just doing the like understanding that receiving those blessings aren't like that's not like your ticket to heaven, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's shouldn't view it that way. Um but yeah, that's good. Yeah. Absolutely. Um another question that I had was <laughs> I lost it. Also, while you're I'm looking sorry. for that, I, I just want to add that the blessings of God come from pursuing holiness. So a question I, I kind of want to like pose to you guys or ask you guys, our listeners, is when you're making a decision, or is the first question you're asking yourself is, am I pursuing holiness by doing this? Yeah. Am I pursuing righteousness by doing this? Is this spiritually beneficial for me? Yeah. 
And I know that sounds like for some of you guys, well, that's too extra and I'm not, you know, but it's when you start renewing your mind that way and to think about your right standing with God that you see these things just come and pour into your life. And it's, it's, you know, was it what Matthew six thirty three, seek first the kingdom mm-hmm. of God and his righteousness, and then all the things will be added to you. And so many times as believers, we're pursuing the things and calling them blessings instead of pursuing God and who he is and letting his favor and those things come upon us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, it's just like a timetable. People are feel like on a lot of times they want something now or they want, they want a certain blessing right away. And it's like they haven't really looked to God. They've looked other to other avenues to get there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like you said, like if you, if you are looking towards God and you are trusting in him, that's going to come. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I'm thinking about a parable that um, Jesus taught um, with, like, the, the ten talents. Um, so he speaks of a master giving three servants a certain amount of talents, one ten, one two, and one one. Um, and the servant with ten talents, he goes and doubles it while the master is away. Uh, the servant with two talents, he doubles it while the master is away. But the servant with one talent, he just buries it. And then once the master comes back, he goes to the person with the that doubled the ten, and he's like, "Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful with much, and you will receive much." Um, the servant with two that doubled the two, he says, "Well, good, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful with little. You will receive much." And then <coughs> the servant who buried it, like he rebuked him because. Um, well, I mean, we know the story, like, uh, but <coughs> I, I bring that up because I think about us receiving blessings. One, I have two questions. One, are we, re- are we entitled to those blessings? And then two, what's the purpose of receiving blessings from like a kingdom perspective? I think people can become entitled to blessings. And yes, Jesus promises blessing when we're pursuing him, but... Mm-hmm kind of like we covered earlier, we can have that entitlement to a wrong blessing. Like to reiterate, the biggest blessing of all is to be walking in close relation to Jesus. Like you could be homeless and be way more blessed than anyone else because you have that, a strong, strong relationship with him. Like there's nothing else I'd rather have. Like there's nothing that can make you feel better or more whole or more fulfilled than being close to him. So I think when you are like, you know, kind of pursuing a walk with Jesus and you feel like you're really close to him, <laughs> you can get this feeling like, oh, well, where's, you know, my yeah. Corvette or, you know, whatever. <laughs> where's my husband? Where's my whatever? It may be that you want. So I think that entitlement could definitely come out. Yeah. 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 And I think the blessing thing, like, I I 100% agree with what Corianne said, the second part to your question is like, I think the blessings that we receive in this earth, yeah, they, they're nice for us to enjoy, but it's so much better whenever you're able to, to give it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so honestly, if you're in a place that you have even a little bit, um, but you're keeping it to yourself and you're asking God for more and you're wondering why you're not getting more, it's probably because you're not being faithful with what he has already given you. Exactly. Yeah. And, preach. and it's a blessing in <coughs> itself to be able to give. Like that makes me, and whoever gives, like it's such a good feeling. Yeah. It is. And, and it's, go ahead, sorry. Um, 
I was just thinking about like from a financial perspective, like um, like a lot of people in this country, they're not poor because they don't have they don't have money, but they're poor because they suck with the money they do have. In a lot mm-hmm. of cases, um, like income won't change your outcome exactly, and um, you know they they can't make that sacrifice every month of a certain thing or. You know, I've I've fallen victim to that a lot too. Like, there's like eating out. It's definitely hard to to extricate that from from your in your um your spending. But a lot of people struggle with that. I mean, it doesn't have to be that. It's just even if you're getting hit bill by bill by bill, it's like taking that step forward is possible. It's just it takes longer for others than it does for some. And um, I just think that's interesting how like income mobility is so like th- there's a lot of income mobility in in the country but still it, it seems that um people that have a certain amount of of income just don't know how to use it and that puts them in an even worse situation and that that to me is kind of the staple of what we're talking about like you were saying like you have to be faithful with what you have what God is giving you because he has given you something. Um, and, you know, actually I was listening to a, a clip from Joe Rogan's podcast um, and there was somebody on there from, uh, she was from North Korea. She grew up over there and she was talking about all the horrible things that were going on over there. Like every day there was like dead bodies that she would see every day on the street. They would starve people to death. Like, there's a lot going on over there and like she escaped somehow and I'm just just hearing all of that and just it's so easy and I know Dalton you just got back from a mission trip as well so like it's easy to take what we have for granted and mm-hmm. to not like be faithful with what we have you know because we do have a lot and we put it in perspective to a situation like she had in North Korea or yeah. maybe some of the things you saw in the Dominican yeah like one of the biggest things that I saw in the Dominican was that like even though there was so much poverty there, poverty was not synonymous with discontentment. Yeah, you so, told me that. So like people, like you, you'd be driving down the road and buildings would be demolished, but people would be hanging out in those buildings still because that's where their place of business was, and like they'd just be congregating with their family or whatever. And mm. <laughs> you see, you wouldn't see one sad face. They're just living their life. They're, you know, like they're living what they know. But, like, they're not unhappy about it. Yeah. Um, and, <clears throat> you know, one of the conversations that I would have most often with my other missionaries was that, like, I'm going to feel so guilty when I go back home. Mm. And, I mean, yeah, I can see, I can understand that thought process. But, like, God has given us what he's given us for a reason. Like, it's not our fault that we were born in America. Yeah. But it is our fault if we don't use what God has given us to help others. Uh, it's like in Acts 20, uh, verse 35. Uh, in all things I have shown you that uh, by working hard in this way, we must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Yeah. So we've received plenty. Yeah. It's just, what are we doing with it? Yeah, and that's why, and that's why I asked the question: like, what's the purpose of blessings from a kingdom perspective? From that perspective of seek first the kingdom of God. Yeah, 
I felt kind of, um, I felt kind of convicted even because this is one area that's been, for whatever reason, just easy for me to trust God um, financially. And even though I don't, I wouldn't say that I have like, in the natural, I don't have like a huge savings or anything like that. But anytime I've asked for increase, he's always come through. And I remember recently, actually, I'm like, Lord, I just thank you for financial increase. And it would be so nice to be able to take people to coffee and not be short anything. And I immediately felt convicted about my daily habits. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I know that anytime I pray that he still brings the increase every time. Like somebody will ask me to dog sit um, or I'll get overtime or just an opportunity like that will show up. Um a couple of times I prayed that we actually got our refund check yeah. from the government. And I was yeah. like, dang, Lord, you coming in clutch. Uh-huh. But um, I felt convicted about my daily habits. And I remember a time that I made less than I make right now. And I had prayed that same prayer to God. And I said, God, if I made more than I do right now, I know that I could afford to take someone to lunch and just pay for their meal and really bless them and invest in people. Mm-hmm. And so when I prayed that prayer this time, I remember when I had less and I said that, and now I have more. And instead of doing what I intended to do, I've just found that I spend more. Mm-hmm. It, and it, it has to do with your daily habits as far as finances go as well. And it goes back to that being a good steward of what is given to you. And I'm I like, my heart is, yeah, I want to bless other people, but is what I'm looking to do every day lining up with that? Or am I saying, hey, out of every check, even if I can't afford to take somebody to a $40, $50 meal for the both of us plus the tip, I'm going to get one person's drink in the line behind me or one person's food item one time out of every check and I get paid every two weeks. Yeah. And before I go buy something for myself, whether it's clothes or something like, you know what I mean? Something in the natural, I'm going to be intentional about using at least five to $10 out of every check to do something nice for somebody else and to sow good seed. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's interesting also how, what you spend your money on, like the intention of what you're spending your money on, like that money is what you'll be short. You know what I'm saying? So like there was a time where I was about to go like on a trip and like a week before I had spent, you know, money on like beer or something like that. Some, some stupid. And that ended up being what I was short, like, or like under Mm -hmm. after the trip was over. And it was just like, okay, that's God trying to tell me that, like, you don't need to do that. Like, that's not that's not edifying you in any way. It's not bringing you to the kingdom more. Like, why are you putting your money towards that? Yeah. You could be yeah. putting it towards the church or, like, tithing or something like that. But it's just, you know, it's like what you were saying. Like, you know, what we've been given, like, how we use it matters. Yeah. Every, th- every penny matters. Yeah, and what, like you were saying, like, with increase – we should be using it to increase other people's lives. And I know, like, that is so hard because it's like, oh, I got extra cash. Like, I can spend it on something fancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's, I guess, a big part of blessing is just the more blessing you have, the more you can bless others. Yeah. yeah. And you'll notice that the more that you actually, the times that I did what I didn't want to do when God put it on my heart to do something like that for a person, and I'm telling you guys, I really didn't want to do it, <laughs> but I had to get my heart right because I know that I heard from God and I did it anyway. Increase came into my life, but it didn't come until after the obedience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It yeah. doesn't come till after the obedience. Um, and it's also not to say that you can't take like 
if you know that your blessings are from above, you can sit, you can say, you can like not splurge, I would say, but like you can celebrate the fact that you're able to work and you're able to make a living. Like say on Friday night, if you want to take your family to dinner, like you can do that. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's okay to be proud of working, to be proud of having the health that God has given you. As long as you know that all your blessings come from him Mm -hmm. and you don't take the credit away from him, like it's okay to celebrate that. Yeah. In my opinion. And it goes back to that place of like, it's okay to have, it's okay to have things. It's just not okay for the things to have you. Mm -hmm. And if you're not willing, when he does tell you to do something like that, you need to check your heart. And if you're asking him for certain things and you're wondering why you're not getting it, It'll come when you check your heart. You'll be like, oh, it's my daily habits. It's, man, I'm not obeying God in this area of my life. Yeah. And that's the door that you have closed that the blessing is trying to come through. Yeah. Um, something else I want to throw out here for our listeners, and some of you are probably going to really not like me for saying this, and I'm totally 110% okay with that. Um, those of you that are asking God to bless your relationship, but you're doing it out of order and you're having sex outside of marriage and you're out of the will of God and you're doing it on purpose, it's different if you miss the mark on accident, but if you know that you're going to do it again and you're not taking steps to make those boundaries and pursue holiness and strife starts to enter your relationship, don't go blame God. Mm-hmm. Don't go blame God whenever you know what it, the word says and you know how to be obedient. And even when it's hard, you know the right, the right way to repent and to turn from it and you're choosing not to and you're making excuses. Because at that point, you're choosing to get out from under the blessings of God. And some people, I'm not saying it doesn't work. I've seen people do that, get married. They had a great marriage. But I will say, I think that those couples have dealt with so much more strife than was necessary because they left a door open Mm -hmm. in their life because they did not choose to obey God in the small things. And it came into their marriage. And they were able to work it out. Like, they repented. They were forgiven. But using his forgiveness as a scapegoat to do what you want is not okay. Because God has those guidelines for a reason. Mm -hmm. It's like you're saying, it's not to limit you, it's to protect you. It's to protect you. And that in itself is a blessing. Just Mm -hmm. intimacy is is a blessing that's reserved for marriage. And and again, that's us trying to strong hand the will of God and like not respecting and obeying him. Mm -hmm. And that blessing is reserved for marriage for a reason, like you said. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, and part of that, like, to 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 operate in the favor and the blessings of God, it is going to require you to submit, and submitting means you don't always agree, but the point is not to make the word fit your life and to use grace as an excuse to do what you want. The point is that you line up to the word, and we're not saying that we are asking anybody to be perfect, but we're saying you know better and you can take responsibility and you need to, mm-hmm. and... <laughs> I'm just going to leave that there, but man, it just, when you just fall in love with who he is, submitting doesn't like your flesh might not agree, but you know that your spirit's willing and it becomes so much easier. But when you come into agreement with his word and you do things the way that he asks you to, he will prosper your life in ways that you couldn't possibly imagine. He will exceed your expectations beyond what you could think. And he'll give you so much more than that temporary thing that you're really holding on to that, that moment of pleasure, that moment of feeling that emotional connection or whatever it is. He'll bring you so much more than that. Like you can have your cake and eat it too, but some of y'all are not like waiting for it to bake. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> just saying. Mm. And you're going to get good. sick from the raw eggs. Mm. So there's I like the, the metaphor. <laughs> I do like that. It's a great metaphor. I love it. Uh, well, we are almost out of time, so we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Um, but, guys, thanks for joining us on this episode of Blessings. Uh, this is going to tie into our Beatitudes episode because we're going to be talking about uh, how even though life is going one way, you're blessed in another. Yes. Yeah. All right. Ooh. We will see you guys next week. This is Free Wine and Unleavened Bread. Oh, yeah. Yo. <laughs> we need some lighting in here. <laughs>